Indestructible Gaming. Choose your character. Musket Shot. Mr. K. Let the review begin. Hello and welcome to episode 19 of Indestructible Gaming and More. I am Musket Shot. Alongside me is my co-host, Sweating the bullets out today in this hot summer day. Mr. K, Mr. K, hello. Hey, what's up, everyone? Um, how's, your, how's your hot summer Sunday? It's actually not that bad since I have an air conditioner in my room. But at the hey. moment, it's currently off for recording purposes. There you go. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right. So hopefully everybody's staying cool today in the summer heat if, they're, if you're in that uh, like we are. So this week we have the game called Enter the Gungeon. Yes. And this is a game developed by Dodge Roll, D-O-D-G-E, Roll. And they also developed uh, a newer game, a sequel to this game called Exit the Gungeon. And uh, Enter the Gungeon right now is currently on all platforms. I don't Pretty think good. Which is pretty good, yeah. It's rated E for everyone for fantasy violence, use of tobacco, blood, and mild language. It's a single-player, top-down, dungeon, crawler, shooter, shooter game. Yeah. There is a local co-op mode as well for this, but... I've never, can... I've never actually tried it. Have you tried it? No, and I think I probably would do better in the game with a co-op mode. Like, you know, somebody as good as you shooting-wise. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it's it probably... Somebody like me needs a co-op, someone that can actually kill people better than I do. Um, but yeah, it doesn't. There's no online co-op mode, from what I can tell yet. And maybe that's something that'll come down the road for this game. Maybe. So there actually is going to be, which which I found out on their site, that there's going to be an arcade game coming out this summer called Enter the Gungeon House of the Gun Dead. Uh-huh. And it's a it's a light gun shooter type arcade game cabinet game. So it's going to have a uh, actual uh, pistols, <clears throat> and you'll you know shoot at the screen. I don't know if there's any type of rolling effect. Maybe there's a button for that, but because you can roll in the, in this game. But I'm I'm assuming it's going to just be House of the Dead like Capcom's creating. Yeah, I'm yeah, pretty sure I, that's exactly what's supposed to be. A rip, yeah, not a rip off, but a parody of. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking, and. Pretty good though. It's pretty yeah. funny. I, I think it's you wouldn't think developers would be making stuff like this anymore. They think they'd be out of fashion, but no. Yeah, that's wrong. Like, yeah, it kind of surprised me because it I wasn't expecting to see a cabinet arcade type game. And I'm sitting there thinking, where is it gonna go? Like what arcade I mean there's very Dave little arcades. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Dave and so, Busters, maybe uh maybe some other places that Maybe some local places. Yeah, maybe. Like how, like how we have uh, the Seekonk Speedway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe like a, like a local local arcade type place or some place that has arcade games and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, interesting though. I was kind of surprised to see that, but it's good for them. It's coming out this summer. So hopefully That's pretty maybe, cool though. Maybe by late summer or early fall, you might be wandering into an arcade and see that. So the other, the publisher of the game is is Devolver Digital, and uh, we you, you know that game from a game we played a couple of weeks ago 
Gato Roboto. They're out of uh, Austin, Texas, and London, UK. They're they publish like seventy eight games. Oh, they have, they like have seven, a lot of them. They have like seventy eight games on so their web, much. website. But a couple of them, you know, obviously are Gato Roboto. Pikaniku is uh, another one. Uh, the Shadow Warrior series and the Serious Sam series are all published by Devolver Digital, so they're pretty, they're pretty, yeah, they're pretty um, involved and stuff. Pretty big. They, <clears throat> they also on their website, they have a they have a game called Devolver Land Expo, which you can play for free on Steam right now, and it just came out. And I think it has it's kind of like a spinoff of like these um, you know comic co- or um, gaming expos and that type of stuff. So it's kind of like a like a spin on that, I guess. So it's pretty cool. It's it's interesting. I don't think I've ever seen a developer do this. Yeah, no, it's pretty neat. Devolver Digital is pretty is pretty busy with a lot of stuff. So um, obviously, if you go to the gaming expos or gaming cons, you you'll most likely see something of them there, some kind of um, setup for them there because they have so many games <clears throat> that they do. But uh, all right, so let's get into the story mode or the plot of the game. And you want to give the plot of this of this wonderful game? Well, there isn't really one other than you having to traverse this dungeon in order to resolve your past. Now that is remain to be unclear because you're brand new to this game, and this game is a roguelike, over the top shooter with some strategy involved. And roguelikes are, like I've said before in the past, basically you go in, collect stuff, and if you die, you start over from the very beginning. And that's the fun of it. Everything's random. That's how roguelikes are. And this is no exception. But yeah, there's <clears throat> the main, main, there's four main characters. If, am I correct on that? Yeah, four main yeah. characters. Um, with, we're not including the special co-op character. Right, right. there there's, is a special co-op character that... Th- that specifically has the second person play as. Yeah. You cannot so pick anyone else, sadly. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, so there's the pilot, the marine, a hunter, and a convict. Those are the main characters. That now, each of these characters have the, like their own special abilities. They're not. They're set on like certain things. Like, uh, like I use the pilot, and the pilot has like a little. I don't know what you want to call it, like a ray gun, a little small ray gun pistol, and. Basically, he has the ability to use a lockpick, which has a chance to open a chest. If not, it'll be locked forever. And you'll find these chests around the gungeon as you go from floor to floor. But each of these characters have unique abilities that they can use on the gungeon, which is pretty cool. And those aren't the only characters you play as, too. You can unlock more as you go on. Yeah. It takes time and patience, but... Right. The ins- Like you mentioned, the co-op character is called the cultist. And I didn't, I didn't realize that you can't pick... You can only pick that character if you're the if you're a co-op yeah, player. That's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of weird. Bummer. I mean, it makes um, sense though, I guess, because <clears throat> I think the cultists. I don't. I think I've played it once with someone. It was so long ago. I just haven't been yeah. able to recently. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the cultist helps the person out. Mm-hmm. He was like a helper more than an attacker. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I feel like if you're able to play as the other characters, you'll be able to wipe the room out pretty quickly. Yeah. So they have two unlockable main characters, the bullet and the robot. Have you unlocked those characters? Oh no. <laughs> this game is very difficult, but yeah. I've seen some easy I to see, play. I've seen some gameplay of somebody playing as the bullet and he looks really awesome as a character because he's got like the sword 
and it looks like he can actually yeah. def- deflect bullets like and stuff like and, it's and cool. stop and i'm like how do i how do i get him i want to be him i know uh, i know how to get him it's just yeah. difficult but those two Very aren't difficult. the only characters there's actually a new one that's been introduced with the new free dlc and they they've been doing that yeah i really appreciate that because because you could just they could have just easily placed like a 60 dollar mark or something on that mm-hmm. it's like a dlc but no they just release it for free and i love it when developers do that yeah yeah that's nice it shows that they care right there's a lot of different enemies and bosses in this game to fight probably too many to even name there's and you do so have many different- and if enemies. you don't remember names, you can easily look at the book you have in your menu. Yes. Where basically yeah. it contains every gun that you can name off, every every yeah. bill, every boss. It's cool. Yeah. There's a when you hit, I think it's one of the buttons, it's kind of like a pause menu. You can open up a, a this this book and it'll show you all the different weapons you have or have unlocked. Uh it'll show you the different bosses you or different bosses and enemies you've met so far mm. so it's kind of keeps track of all of them so you get to know a lot of them by just you know playing the game and encountering these these types of characters and stuff now, as it goes along now of course you're probably wondering yourself why is this called enter the gungeon everything in the game is basically about guns you use guns you fight bullets you fight people that use guns you fight things that shoot it's a lot of, it's a gun hell. It's a bullet hell. That's what it is. Can you explain, I know you did it last week, but uh, for those that didn't listen last week, can you explain the term bullet hell in gaming? Okay, so I'll explain how Enter the Gungeon does it. Now, Enter the Gungeon is an over-the-top game. So you see your character from above, and you see him roam across these, these rooms that are kind of like a labyrinth in a way. And... When you fight these creatures or whatever you're fighting, they'll shoot bullets at you, and those bullets are big and red on the screen. So you got to dodge them in order to shoot back. But mm-hmm. at times, these can range from little small red dots to big waves where you have to dodge to go and survive. It's a life or death situation when it comes to bullet hells. And Enter the Gungeon does it pretty well. Yeah, and it could be, like you said, just a couple of bullets coming at you one at a time. Or a whole wave like of, you know, 30, 40, yeah. 50 bullets at one time I've, coming at I've you. I fought a boss before where he's like the whole entire room filled up with like bullets, and I had, and they had little holes within the bullets, and I had to roll between those circles in order to get back to where I was. Yeah. It's difficult, it's really, but it's yeah. fun. Yeah, it's <laughs> Once you get difficult. used to it, it's very fun. The rooms change on the levels each time you play. So, yeah. It's that's that's kind of different. I I thought that was kind of unique for me because no. I it I know it's probably not unique in gaming, you know, for that purpose. But I think it was hmm. interesting that you know every time you started the game, it it wasn't the same rooms. You didn't you know you you couldn't just assume that you were going to this room and that room. You can't even see a lot of the rooms until you actually no, go you into go them. you go into them and then they show you the rooms and they'll show you yeah. passages way passageways into other rooms. And then you can teleport between those rooms with a telepad that you'd find yep. in one of the rooms. Yeah. And you do have a map that you can look at. Yes. You d- which that's how you teleport. 
which I'll show you which rooms you've been in and stuff like that, but I won't show you the rooms you haven't been in. So you, you still have, a, there's a little bit of now, uh, exploration and secrecy yeah. involved in this game. And now within each floor, not only the floors are randomly generated, but also the weapons and the chest drops, as well as the shopkeeper's items, which you'll find mostly in every, every floor. Yeah. Yeah, and you can buy items based on how many... Coins what, you got. Coins you Bullets. get from, from killing. Bullet cases, I'm going to say. It's kind of randomized on how much you get per room. It matters what happens, how many enemies you fight, how good you are. Mm-hmm. Really depends. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and the items you can buy. Sometimes it's, you know, you can buy something that's like a, a, a like armor to help you, or you can buy yeah. different weapons. Armors, or, you can get a heart so you can heal yourself. Yeah. Yeah, some certain things like that. The so. prices can range as well, depends yeah. on the character. Like with the pilot, one of these special abilities, he actually lowers the prices in the shops, which is another reason why I use them because shops are very useful. Like, yeah. I, can't, I can't stress that enough. They are very useful. Yeah. And if you shoot one of your guns in there, it'll make him angry. And <laughs> yeah. if you shoot more, he will eventually take out a gun and he will murder you. Yeah. You can't stop it unless you're really fast enough and leave the room as quickly as possible. He will kill you. His bullets yeah. are so strong. Yeah. Yeah, I made, I made sure not to do that. Not to not to tick oh, him yeah. off too much. Don't, yeah. Don't piss off the the shop owner. <laughs> um the the idea, yeah, the only bad thing with the shop is that you can't teleport right to the shop. Unless it has a telepad in it. Right. And then you can. Yeah, most of the time I don't think it it really it, it's randomly it random, generated right. whether or not if it has yeah. minion. Yeah, but you can cl- you could probably get close to it in a room yeah. relatively nearby and you you know. Yeah. But that's good. Now now the guns you can get, now that's where the fun begins. So each gun of the game is like a gun, like a normal gun. You can keep them, you can discard them. Some of them have special abilities, some of them don't. But then you can combine weapons. It's not like a crafting system. It just happens. Like say I found a gun in this room and then I found a gun in this room or like an, an item that you could equip to make something better and use, then it might make this better weapon and then you'll just have it for the rest of the game until you die or win the game. Mm-hmm. While of course you're going through these gungeons, figuring out stuff, there's different kinds of chests. There's at least maybe five different chests you can come across. And these chests can contain items. They can contain buffs to your character that can help them out mm-hmm. or help guns out. Or, and they, or they just be guns. And sometimes there could just be a gun with an item, like say like a pistol with a heart. It's Like I said, it's randomized. You don't know what you're going to get. Right. But whether or not you want a certain weapon out of the chest or you don't, then don't bother with it. And if you... And there's other things. There's a lot more than what we're talking about. There's too much in this game to go in depth with. Now the weapons are all um, they have unlimited ammunition. I mean, they will no, run out, right? They, but they, not all of them do. Not all of them do. Most of the ones I did seem to. Some of them you seem gotta, to be. We got to reload. Yeah. When you have your default weapon is infinite. Okay. Everything else isn't. All right. So but the guns a, in this. Yeah. But, the, but you can get ammunition through certain mm. items in the game, or if you can be lucky right. enough, find a box in the shop, like an ammunition box, and buy it. Mm-hmm. Then you'd be all set. The weapons, like I said, they have certain powers. Some of them can be hilariously crazy. 
like there's one gun that is a bullet and you shoot the bullet and it shoots guns out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like some of them are just hilarious. Yeah. Like there's one that I know that I used that once in a while that I find and uh, it shoots keys. Oh, really? It shoots keys, which can be really useful because you can shoot at Jess and it will open them. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I had the one with a bullet that shoots guns, which I thought that was pretty weird. I didn't use that one that much. But There's one that, one of my favorites, and I love it so much, because some of these guns can affect the enemies as well, like freezing, bursting in a fire. But some of them can just freak them out. Like one of them is a revolver that's like drooped over like an old Looney Tunes gun. Oh, really? <laughs> and when you reload it, all the enemies get grossed out and they move away from you instead of going oh, closer. Really? So oh. it does help. It's a good yeah. weapon. It does hurt them. It's a very good weapon. Huh. It's just it's just funny because you wouldn't expect it to be good. Yeah. Because it's a droopy gun, but it actually <laughs> shoots pretty well and it scares people off. Because <laughs> the en- these enemies will not will not go away from you otherwise. They will get to you. You cannot hide yeah. from them. They will come for you. Yeah. You have to face them. Yeah, there's and there's tables you can flip over onto their side you can use those as yeah. kind of like a shield and hide behind but they they do the, the tables will break down from so many bullets hitting them and stuff and like sometimes that. you'll find traps you can people can make go off and sometimes you can like pull, pull a lever down and knock a chandelier down onto someone mm-hmm. you can throw barrels that you could find and if they're explosive you can shoot them and make them explode on impact yeah now is there a purpose to destroying like the books and like the piles of what looks like money and other stuff like that in the rooms? I don't think so. I think that's just, just a, for it. Just, 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 just to destroy, just, just to destroy some. Yeah. yeah okay. Just to be there. I didn't think there was a purpose, but I figured I'd ask you in case you knew something else that I didn't, no. I, I couldn't see anything on it. In the hub, you can go into the different shops you find by freeing and prison people in the gungeon itself. Mm-hmm. And they'll, sell you stuff or give you like an objective to do enter the gungeon is very it depends on luck it's a roguelike that's how most of them work mm-hmm. random stuff random items you gotta just try your best and hope to survive which yeah. is why it's very easy to play but it's very hard to master right so have you played any other bullet hill games like this yes actually um i played one that's very similar but a little mm-hmm. slower than it I was thinking at some point we can do an episode and maybe compare compare the mm-hmm. two because they're pretty popular in the roguelike community. Yeah, um, It's called The Binding of Isaac. Oh, okay. I've heard of that, yeah. And that's a very, very good game. I played that one a lot when I first got my Xbox One. Um, mm-hmm. But that's apparently... I think it's just as good as Enter the Gungeon. But you can tell the difference when you go back and forth between them. Yeah. I can't... It's hard to to talk about it right now since I don't have really any thoughts about it. Mm-hmm. But you can just tell because I've played enough of both to tell you that they're drastically different, mm-hmm. but they're just as good. Yeah. Now there's another one I played too that's also like this. It's called... Uh, oh, that's what it was. It was called Death Row to Canada. Okay. And basically that one was a roguelike post-apocalyptic zombie game where you could actually create the characters and go around in your environment and meet characters and decide what you want to do for your team. That one's pretty cool too. I mm-hmm. really like that one. There's a bunch of other roguelike ones I could talk about that I'm yeah. interested in. But these yeah. three are like the my main my main uh my main favorites so yeah. far. 
of what I've experienced. Of course, when we go forward, we're probably gonna find out more. Right. Yeah. Might, who knows? Might come across one as we're exploring and and, yeah. and uh, meeting different uh, developers. Who knows? It might like one better than enter the gungeon. The binding of Isaac that could always change. Right. Right. Uh, as far as like a dungeon crawler type game, I know this is probably not the same as most dungeon crawler games. But is does this rank pretty high for you? As a dungeon crawler? Yeah. Yeah, I'd rank it pretty high. I mean, like I said, there's millions. There seems like there's millions of guns to discover. Yeah, there's and a there's, lot. And there's like a bunch of bosses. They even have mini bosses too. So mm-hmm. once in a while, you'd find those guys going around. And you have to shoot them down in order to progress. Yeah. And this game is brutal, but it, I will say it is very fun. Yeah. Now you've played all four of the main characters, right? Yeah. And, I think and, and the pilots the pilot okay. yeah the pilot is better for me I yeah. mean it's just based on preference there's no yeah. there's yeah. no best of the group no right I, I did try all four characters I did like the marine better yeah I, I like the marine too um, and then I eventually liked uh, the girl with the dog I forgot what her name was oh is it the, is it the hunter yeah I like the hunter because the dog is able to dig stuff up and, yeah. and yeah. bring it to you which was very mm-hmm. helpful. But at the end, I like the pilot because like I said, he can use lock picks to unlock chests, And if you're lucky enough and get the items inside right. and then yep. you get the payment down from, from the items in the item shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just like the pistol because that's pretty precise and it's, mm. it does some decent damage. Yeah. The, the one thing I did like about the game a lot was that you really didn't have to aim. It kind of like, you can have it on like an auto aim uh, in the settings I put something like that on. I think I did added like auto auto oh, aim. Oh, something like that. Aim? Yeah, and it was oh. great because it just I didn't know. You know, if I came around the corner, it just pointed right at the guys, and it was just made. It I a never bit knew easier. that. The main yeah. way you play this game is by twin stick controls, which yeah. have been used before by famous arcade game Smash TV. If you remember that, they use that. Um, Binding of Isaac uses it as well, mm-hmm. which is pretty funny. And so does Enter the Gungeon. And that's basically when you take the left stick, which would be on like an Xbox controller or something. I don't know how it is on a computer. We haven't played it on it. Mm. But twin stick is basically you put your thumb on the left stick, like you would move, and then you would just shoot with the right stick in the direction you want to go. That's yeah. it. And you just press the button and shoot. Yeah. Or you could, be, you could be lazy like me and do it to uh, change it in the settings. And I, can auto, you, auto I can aim. tell you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can tell you one difference, though, between Enter the Gungeon and the Binding of Isaac. With Enter the Gungeon, you need to press the button to shoot. But with Binding of Isaac, he'll just do it on his own. Mm-hmm. Unless you have, like, a super ability called the uh, uh, what was it? the Brimstone, mm-hmm. which, is a, which is a charge thing. So you got to hold the button in the direction and then let go of it in order to blast yeah. it. But, well, someday, maybe in the future, we'll do a review of uh yeah, Binding of Isaac, which would be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Any anything else you want to say before we start our final reviews? Um, no. I mean, there's a lot more we have to. There's a lot more we could cover, but we'll let you guys buy it or borrow it or something like that from someone. Try it for yourselves. Yeah, we and I forgot to mention that at the beginning. We we play this on X, Xbox One Game Pass. So if you have Xbox One, download it on Game download Pass. It, try it, definitely. Yeah. 
definitely worth your time. It's it's definitely. very hard at first, but don't give up. You will get yeah. better. Do it before it disappears someday. You know, who knows when yeah. they change things. I mean, you play it on Xbox, but I, I bought it on Switch and I played it yep. there. It's oh, okay. pretty much the same. Same, yeah. There's no major difference. Okay. I thought Enter the Gungeon... I still think Enter the Gungeon is one of the best roguelikes out there, to be honest. I have to go between that and the Binary Vice that gets the best. Uh, like I said, could change. I'm not putting it down as definitive. But I thought the game had really good music. Yeah, it, it does. It sounded really nice because each floor had different music. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Yeah, the game has really good music. I thought the overall style of it was cute and really good. They can make characters cute and they can make characters really scary mm-hmm. <laughs> in terms of this is a game style, I guess. Yeah. Intimidating is more better of the words. Um, the game can range in difficulty, depends on how good your run is, really. Mm-hmm. But that makes it all the more good, you know, caught risk, risk and reward. Yeah. That's pretty much the game is that and luck. Mm hmm. Because who knows, maybe this one, you get this overpowered weapon. And who knows, you might die later and lose it and start completely over. It, it really relies on patience and just plain luck. Yeah. And skill. You need yeah. a lot of skill in order to progress in this game. Yes, you do. But the more you play it, the more better you'll get. And that's how these roguelikes, these roguelikes works. Yeah. That was a weird sentence to say. <laughs> but <laughs> that's how they work. Yeah. So, um, OBG, so what's your final score on this one? I'm going to have to Look. give it a 9.5 out of 10. Wow. Okay. It's pretty high up there. One of my favorite games. Yeah. So for me, uh, yeah, bullet hell is hell. <laughs> 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 it can be. It, I mean, it's not too bad until you face the, the bosses. The bosses are just, it's just, I mean, depending on who you face, it could be just a whole spray of bullets. And it's just oh, you yeah. really, you really have to be good at figuring out where to roll and how to roll, when to roll, timing it just right. You really have to sort of be careful what you do in the room so you don't, you know. You can't loot. accidentally fall down pits. That's certainly yeah, the yeah, thing you can do. Yeah, definitely don't do that. I did that early on when I first started. <laughs> I was like, where did I go? Oh, okay. <laughs> um. You don't wanna you don't wanna get hit too often and lose health and then try to face a boss with like one heart left. You, it's just really impo- it's impossible to beat them unless you're really super lucky and really super good at it. The uh, dying, as as we said, when you die, you go back. You can either return back. You can respawn or go back to the breach. If you go back to the breach, you go back to the very beginning where you can choose a character. And I didn't really understand either one of those. Well, respawning, I thought I'd respawn where I just died. And no, it respawns you at the beginning of the level. No, yeah, you can either respawn at the beginning of the level or respawn at like the hub area. Yeah. Where you can go into shops and buy the items or you can just go yeah. go straight down into the gungeon again. Yeah. Yeah. So if you respawn at the breach, you can go and you can either, you know, take your same character or you can pick a different character or whatever you yeah. feel like doing. So that's difficult uh, to just get over because it's, you know, again, you sometimes you when you 
when you're playing games, when you respawn, you respawn where you where you died or or close to it or something or a checkpoint. There's no checkpoints or anything like that in this game. So it's. I mean, you can't. The only way you could technically say there's checkpoints is if you beat a boss level and there's a button next to the elevator that has a face you can talk to it and it will save your game and they, and have you exit the gungeon just in case oh, you were gotcha. busy and yep. you needed to do something. Yeah, that's technically a checkpoint, but. Mm-hmm. That's the only way you can technically save, but it exits you out of the gungeon. So basically, it's just there, just if you want to break. Yeah. So for me, because I, I think it's a fun game. Don't get me wrong. I like the game. I like the shooting aspect of it and stuff like that. Yeah. And I and I want to get better at it. I didn't do as great as I. Oh, thought no. I, I thought I was going to. It is difficult, no, and, I've, need- and I and I read a lot of reviews for other people that said that boy, that's it's a really hard game, but it's a fun game, and it, it's a fun game because it just shooting shooting the characters and stuff like oh, that yeah. is fun, and then just going around destroying. You things. have no idea how terrible I was when I started playing. And there's first. and there is uh, which we didn't touch on, but there are uh, hidden levels too that you can go to. There's yes. you know different levels on each on each. Um, level that you can you know if you find a different level you can go to other different things different weapons and there's even different you know different bosses some even harder than you would normally oh, yeah. find one so. of the yeah it can get very difficult times like one of the characters that you can unlock it's one of the newest ones requires you to not only ex- enter the gungeon and beat it without dying but also has you do it twice without dying and having to beat another boss in order to unlock them, which sounds not so bad at first, but when you think about the point where the game is randomly generated and can give you randomly generated items that could screw you over or yeah. make you a living god, you just have to be really lucky. Yeah. And yeah. it may require you to try it multiple, multiple times. Or right. you could just be lucky and do it on the first try. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, you wouldn't have to do it on the first try. You have to play the game a lot in order to progress in it. But yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, to unlock the character, you could be lucky. Yeah. So I, I for my score, I'll give it a seven and a half. Um, I would love to give it a little bit more, but I would prefer like a little bit easier use of getting health and not having to go back to the beginning of the level. That would be, you know, more enjoyable for me, but. Either way, the game is like I said, it's fun. I, I do like the fact that the to the levels change, like the rooms change yeah, as, yeah. You, as you restart it. When each kind of, when each it makes it a change, little. Yeah. It makes it kind of interesting and um, and a little bit more enjoyable. So, uh, but if you do like the bullet hell type games, or if you think you can get into this game, and did you and did you complete this game or no? Oh no, I still no. have. I yeah, still have still a good have amount of time. I've been playing this game for. Like, yeah, I've been playing this for at least months. Yeah, it's I think that kind of game. Yeah, I think it's one of these games where, you, unless you can get like the the bullet, one of the unlockable main characters, like the bullet or the robot, I think it's you know that'll help you defeat the game. I think um, I don't think I don't know if you can defeat it with the other four characters. You probably can. No, you just got to be really good. You definitely can. Just got to be really good at doing it. So it's you just got to purchase items. You need to get better things that's all right you just had that yeah. lucky run yep because even yeah. i've had that lucky run but even though you know i i died at one point that was the mm-hmm. sad part i got this <laughs> really overpowered weapon that was like kind of like an orb and if i did really good in skill i would get this giant mega laser weapon mm-hmm. that would 
target anybody in the room and destroy them. Yeah. And then I died. <laughs> what a what a sad night that was for me. Yeah, right, huh? I was upset. But that's how the game works. Yeah. And I was okay with it. Yeah. I was yeah. angry, yeah, sure, but I just went right back in. And that's how yep. the game works. Gets you addicted. Makes you want to do better. Yeah. And of course you will, because you practice with it. Yep. So seven and a half is mine. Um, so any other thoughts on this game before we move on to telling what our next game will be? Nothing really other than I want a bulletkin figure or something like that to be made. Oh yeah. I'm surprised. Like figurine. I, bulletkin, I, really, yeah. I really like the bulletkin. He's like the mascot of the Volver. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't done that. I haven't seen that at any of the shows yet. So so who knows? Maybe they'll maybe we'll see it at one of the shows next time mm. we go. Yeah. So next week's game is a game from one of the Twitter followers that uh, has been following us. We follow them, uh, Pan Corpse, and a game they created. It's a platform game called Fur Guardians. Fur and Guardians, and it's actually on Android as well. But this is a game that we can play either on you can play it on google play uh, i guess it's on amazon as well but it's, we're going to be playing it on itch.io and the game is free right now on itch.io and it's a like i said a classic platform gameplay it's got retro graphics 16 bit style you can it's always good so you know you can choose there's furry characters that you can choose and then you can create your own character and stuff and sounds kind of interesting so we'll we'll give it a shot um platformers are sometimes good for me sometimes they're terrible but (laughs) i'm always willing to try one because you never know because it might be one that i absolutely love and can get through and and play well i know you like platformers so i love platformers one of my favorites is 3d platforming yeah, so this will be this will be kind of interesting. We'll see how it is and give you a review on it next week. Yeah, okay. definitely. Anything else, Mr. K? Um, well, I'll see you guys in the gungeon because I'll probably be going down there tonight. All right, good. Probably. And we are we did start our Twitch channel. I did try I played Kill with Fire on Twitch. Oh, For nice. some reason, the audio didn't come through on my microphone. I think the game audio did, but it was kind of sort of quiet. But well, anyways, you can you can, can, you can tr- with it. You can you can see Killer with Fire. So there's about forty five minutes worth of gameplay, the two levels. So if you've if you wanted to see what the gameplay is like, take a look at our indestructible gaming uh, site on Twitch, and I'll. You know, we'll, we're going to keep playing with it and see yeah. if we can get the things figured out so that I, uh, we're going to try <laughs> doing some more games, obviously, on Twitch and uh, hopefully have some fun with that. Of course, yeah. with all things, we'll only get better. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I know there's some issues with with it. I've, I've looked up some issues, and I guess some other people have had the same issue. So I don't know if it's a common problem, but we'll mm. figure it out. But anyways, yeah, it doesn't definitely. matter. You get to, you get to see what the gameplay is like. And that's more important than listening to me rattle on about how I'm killing spiders. So, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, all right. Well, all right, thank you for listening everyone. And we will talk to you next week. Yep. Take it easy. Bye. All right. Peace. Game over. <laughs>
Hey, it's Mr. K here. Hope you enjoy the show. You can listen to us more on Spotify, iTunes, and iHeartRadio. And you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. All right, guys, stay destructible. Peace.